0: Today on the newscast, it's the other war against Israel. It does not involve guns and bombs, and it is growing by the day. Find out what I mean, coming up. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. Well, the ceasefire between Israel and Hamas is barely a week old. The dust is still settling from that conflict, and already... The UN Human Rights Council is setting up to condemn Israel in a major way. Now, yesterday, Thursday, May 27th, the United Nations top human rights body, that's the Human Rights Council, voted by a big margin to conduct an open ended investigation of Israel over supposed human rights abuses of the Palestinians, related in large part, I believe, to the recent war between Israel and the terror group Hamas in Gaza. Now, folks, this is a big deal. First, a bit of background on who and what the UN Human Rights Council is. This is the voice, the supposed voice for human rights at the United Nations. There are 47 member nations. Now, in 2018, the Trump administration pulled the United States out of this council due to its anti-Israel and anti-American bias, which has been so prevalent over the years. The former Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, called it a shameless exercise in hypocrisy. And I think he was spot on, to say the least. But that's the background. The Biden administration is looking to re-enter the council in 2022. Apparently, they believe they can transform the council from within But when you have the likes of China and Cuba as members of a human rights council, some of the world's worst human rights violators, you may have a problem. Now, this is part of a larger problem when it comes to Israel and international bodies. We'll get into that more in a second, but let's break down yesterday's vote tally. At the UN Human Rights Council, we have it here, nine countries, only nine nations on this 47-member body voted saying, hey, uh, we will not, we should not conduct this investigation against Israel. Austria, Bulgaria, Cameroon, the Czech Republic, Germany, Marshall Islands, the UK, Uruguay, and Malawi, God bless them, voted against this insane investigation into Israel. Some nations sadly abstained including, and Western nations, which should know better because Israel is a Western open tolerant democracy. Denmark, France, and Italy were among them. The Netherlands, also India and Japan, which have been allies of Israel. They all abstained. They took a pass here. They could have taken a strong stand in favor of Israel and said no to this bogus investigation but they chose just to abstain. And in terms of who voted for it, by the way, it was 24 to nine in terms of the votes for this investigation, nine votes against it. And again, the rest of these nations just took a pass, took the easy way out and abstained from voting. The usual suspects, China, Russia, Cuba, Venezuela, Pakistan, all voted in favor of this investigation. And again, if this is a human rights council, why are some of the most notorious human rights violators on this council and having a vote against a democratic nation like Israel. Now, folks, this is unprecedented. To give you an idea, this is a permanent commission of inquiry at the UN. This has never happened before in the history of the UN Human Rights Council. North Korea, Syria, Iran, China, nope. Only Israel is subject to this permanent commission of inquiry. What that means is, again, it is open-ended. It can look into, I guess, past conflicts dating back to 2008, 2014, and so on that involved Israel and Hamas. And of course, the most recent conflict that we saw the ceasefire for last week. But again, this is unprecedented at the UN Human Rights Council. And you see the fixation on Israel very clearly. Now, Israel, understandably, called this a sham. They called it shameful, a disgrace from the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and other Israeli officials on down. They said, we will not participate in this UN Human Rights Council probe, nor should they, because it would only legitimize this sham that the UN is trying to impose uh, on Israel. Another note here also yesterday, the top human rights official at the UN, Michelle Bachelet, said that Israel may also be guilty of war crimes again, related to the recent conflict, and said that Israeli airstrikes disproportionately and indiscriminately targeted Palestinian civilians. Now, folks, this is patently false. We've talked about this again and again on the newscast over the past few weeks. We have laid out for you how the IDF, the Israel Defense Forces, goes to extraordinary lengths to avoid civilian casualties to the point where if it is ready to carry out an airstrike against a Hamas rocket launcher, which is killing Israeli civilians, and there are Palestinian civilians in the area, the IDF at the last minute in many cases will call the airstrike off. Not only that, the main root of any civilian casualties on either side, Israeli or Palestinian, is the fact that Hamas not only fires rockets indiscriminately, as the UN human rights chief said, but intentionally positions those rocket launchers in densely populated civilian areas where there are men, women, children, the elderly used, again, intentionally and willfully by Hamas and the other Iran-backed terror group in Gaza, Palestinian Islamic Jihad. These people are used as human shields with no regard for human life or Palestinian life shown by Hamas and its fellow terror organizations. Not only that, hundreds, over 600 of these Hamas rockets, and they launched over 4,300 against Israel, by the way, in an 11-day span. Will there be a thorough investigation of that uh, at the UN Human Rights Council? I will not hold my breath. But over 600 of those rockets fell, not in Israel, the intended target, but fell inside Gaza and killed Palestinian civilians, including, we know, a family of eight. Nothing, not a peep about that from the UN, about Hamas war crimes, a double war crime, in that Hamas not only uses Palestinian civilians as human shields, but indiscriminately, there's that word again, targets Israeli civilian and population centers, whereas the Israel Defense Forces only target Hamas military and terror infrastructure. Israel is being held to an impossible standard by the UN and other world bodies, it is impossible to have no civilian casualties as bad as they are in any war, let alone when your enemy is intentionally placing its military assets in densely populated civilian areas. Again, it is an impossible standard that Israel is being asked to live up to that other nations, I'm talking North Korea, the Iranian regime, Bashar al-Assad in Syria and others are not being asked to give up. I said it on yesterday's newscast, and you can check it out in our archives. The world almost kind of blows past what Hamas is doing, the double war crime that I just discussed. Yeah, we know Hamas is bad. They're bad guys. But Israel, that's where the real problem lies. That is the root cause. Folks, we live in Bible times. Let me tell you, Isaiah talked about a time where good is called evil and evil is called good. That's where we are at right now. This is kind of a snowball effect here with these international organizations condemning Israel. We have Amnesty International has accused Israel of war crimes. Human Rights Watch, same deal, accused Israel recently of apartheid. The International Criminal Court, ICC for short, also is going to conduct a war crimes investigation against Israel. And then we have, of course, BDS. Have you ever heard that acronym? You need to be acquainted with it. It stands for boycott, divest from, and sanction the state of Israel. Basically, it is economic warfare against Israel. I said at the top, this war, and it is a war, it's a diplomatic war, a public relations war against Israel. It does not involve guns or bombs, but the end game is the same the elimination, the complete discrediting of the state of Israel and the legitimacy of Israel and its right to exist. These forces seek to isolate Israel and make it a complete pariah on the world stage. Now, you might ask yourself, and I've asked myself this frequently over the years, why the complete obsession? I think we can use that word, the complete obsession, the absolute fixation on Israel, by the nations of the world and the U.N. in particular, hey, since the U.N. was founded in the 1940s, it has passed more resolutions against Israel than any other nation. Folks, wrap your heads around that for a second. More resolutions against Israel than the Soviet Union, Cuba, Mao's China, Saddam Hussein, Bashar al-Assad, Muammar Gaddafi, the list goes on. More resolutions against Israel than all of these bad actors on the world stage, dictators, tyrannies, Isn't that telling? If this has no spiritual component at all, why is the world completely obsessed with this tiny nation, the size of the state of New Jersey? Think about that. Surrounded by hundreds of millions of people who want to wipe it off the map, but the world is fixated. There are so many wars and conflicts and human rights violations and war crimes unfolding in the world right now, including right at Israel's northern doorstep in Syria, where we just saw a genocide unfold with some 500,000 people killed during a brutal, bloody, long civil war. But the attention again and again is on Israel. Forget about the Hamas rockets. Israel. Indiscriminate. Disproportionate. Why? Folks, because, as I mentioned, this is indeed a spiritual war. I think we can find a clue to what is really going on in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse 13, when God Almighty tells the people of Israel, I will make you the head and not the tail of the nations of the world. So bank on it, look for it. In the days to come, Israel will be at the center of the world's attention, in particular, the city of Jerusalem. Those days are here. Hey, thanks so much for joining us this week on the Watchman Newscast. Have a great weekend. And until next time, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.